Yo, listen, welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. Listen, my name is Keith, and I'm with my homeboy, co-host, Country Control. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on, man? You gotta make sure you remember, I ain't country. I'm I'm an island boy, man. You gotta, you gotta say it right. I know. I, I'll be playing with you. I'll be playing <laughs> with you. Control. How are things going today, my brother? Man, I'm I'm blessed. I can't complain. And guess what? If I complain, I don't think nobody will listen to me. So I'm gonna keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so man, listen, tell them just a little bit how we got started with this pursuit. Well before we get started. Well, well, listen, so um the reason why we wanted to start this podcast for one, we felt like there's, there there need to be um, a space filled in for the young adults. There's There wasn't really a podcast that was um, really speaking to us. So we wanted to create something. Instead of complaining about it, we wanted to sit and, comp- uh, and um, create something where we can engage the young adults, you know, typically 18 to 35, the millennials, you know what I'm saying? Um, also, not only that, but we, we realized that there's such a great number of us that are falling away from Christ. Yeah. that questions that their their belief is being um attacked um they they don't have anything to really stand on so we wanted to provide a platform they can go to have resources hear good conversation hear good viewpoints and hopefully prayerfully that we can be able to help them in their pursuit for a better christ-driven life sounds good to me don't it sound good i practiced it <laughs> That sounds good to me. So listen, let's go ahead and get started with this combo. Okay. This conversation. Hit us with us, man. What start off with the scripture, what we're talking about, you know. So so this month I have been given the uh prestige of starting the conversation and picking the conversation. I thought to myself, I said, Tro, what we should talk about. This is the this is the first podcast. <laughs> I said, what, what, do you, what do you think you should talk about? So I said, Lord, I don't trust myself. I said, what do we should talk about? <laughs> Lord said, you know, you should talk about the relationships, right? And so usually, you know, people want to talk about, you know, spousal relationship. But I want to take a step back and I want to actually talk about a relationship with not only um, your spouse, but I want to start off with the foundation of your relationship with God and connect it to your relationship with yourself and then connect that to how you have relationship with others and just kind of have a good conversation about that. And so there's a scripture that I believe kind of embodies the uh, the way, the approach we should have um, with, with God. We should approach it with God. And it's uh, Mark 12, 30. And I'm going to read it real quick just for those who may not know the scripture. Maybe you, you, you know doesn't draw a bell or anything like that, hit a bell or anything like that. Um, and it says, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Oh, man, I I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get excited when I, when I, when I read the Lord because it just means so much to me. But I, but keep, I want to know, when you, that scripture, what, what comes to your mind? How do you feel about that scripture? 
When I first read that scripture, the first thing that popped in my mind was the order of it. Mm. If you, you know, if you continue to read it, it says love, you know, others as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. But the first one is to love God. And I think a lot of times <clears throat> as young people, we get caught up in so many things that we put God last. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we love and spend time with our you know, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, working on our business, uh, going out to eat, going to the movies, going to the parties and all that. But then, you know, right before we go to bed, Thank you for protecting us in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> look, quick, look, quick one. Look, quick one. <laughs> look, and that's it. But he said, love me first. I I should be the center of your life. So when I read that, that's what that was stood out to me, that he needs to be first. Mm. Man, man. So so I know for me, what I what what makes me really just love this scripture and this this the way that God kind of revealed it and unfolded it for me. Um, the Holy Spirit unfolded. Like I started relating things to my to my life, and I say, you know, um, when it says to love God with all that heart, I think of like a heartbeat, right? So I said, mm -hmm. I said, I said, oh, okay. So I need to I need to love God, like like so important, like a heartbeat. That's why that's how kind of how I approached it. That's what kind of came to my mind. Like I should love with all my heart, with all the um, like make it such such a thing that I can't live without. I need I need to love God on that level. When it says all your soul, I think all my emotions. I get excited to be with the Lord. I think about you know uh, I get sad if I if if I can't be around it or it's just, this yeah. is yearning to be around God. When it says um, love God with all your mind, I think about all my intellect. I engage with the Word. I engage with God. And when I say when my, and when it says with the strength. I, I think of it like I need to um, like love is an action word. So love should be be shown. My love for God should be shown in my actions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, I always and I want to ask you this, this Keith. Like, why do you think it is such a struggle for our generation to have a, a relationship with God? Like, what, what do you what do you think? What do you think is the, the, the struggle? Um. First, I would say, I believe that a lot of us grew up in church mm -hmm. and we saw the having to go to church Monday through Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, the prayer services for 13, 24 hours, uh, the speaking in tongue. If you don't get it, come back next day. If you don't <laughs> get it, come back next day. If you don't get it, come to him. Growing up, it's like... Is that really how this relationship going down? <laughs> like, is it that hard to have a relationship with God? Like, I don't think they they put it as easy as it should be. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we have have you know seen people that it's it's been so difficult to it seems like to have a relationship with God. It's like, am I doing that right? Like, we may have like a real good relationship with Him, mm -hmm. but because we have seen this all this stuff that goes along with it is like am i really am i really doing it right mm -hmm. so i think i think that is one reason why is because we you know i think we've been taught or we saw i think how difficult mm. uh having that relationship is when it's more simpler than that 
I I I definitely agree. Now I want to say something very controversial. Okay. Don't don't get in trouble. Listen, I, I might get us in trouble, <laughs> but I I really think the older generation. I know I know they're gonna say something. I really feel like the older generation dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. I I I really I really do because um it and the reason why I say they dropped the ball is they just felt like taking you to church was good enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that just hearing a preached word was good enough. But they, I don't think they ever took the time. And I'm not saying it's not, it's not a blanket statement. I, I'm, I'm just saying the majority, mm-hmm. right? They, they just, it just like, well, the, the pastor is going to take care of everything or I'm going to just drop you off the church and the church is going to take care of everything. And I think they, they, the, the God was never presented in a way that it, he should have been presented. And because it almost, and I almost want to say they use God as a weapon to <laughs> shape their mind. Like, I, like, you know, have you, I don't know, maybe, maybe you, you've experienced it because you're a PK. And so I, your, your dad probably didn't care. <laughs> like, you know, Hey, going to hell was like, Hey, you better get right. with why you go to hell. Yeah, you, know, yeah. Uh, you you better do right. You're gonna upset God. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like I didn't fear God. They try to put that fear of God in you, not in a reverence way, but mm-hmm. into this. This is a God that's gonna punish me. A punishing yeah. God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. and and because it's all, for a lot of us, it was presented that way. And and you know to to agree with you, it was like I had to put all this work into this relationship. I never see dating a girl as work. And if we had a chick on here, she probably never really see uh, uh, dating a dude as work. It's something enjoyable. You look forward to it. You know what I'm saying? And having that relationship with God was never, for the most part, presented in a way of this is an enjoyable experience. Yeah, and and, and I think that's what it is. Um, you know, relationship marriage, because we know it is work. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they sh- ever show the the joy that comes with it, mm-hmm. like that exciting part. Like after you know when you get married, there's excitement that comes after that. All exactly, the cloud nine. All the stuff you're gonna have. But I think a lot of times it's the work that they show instead of the enjoyment. I ain't talking about you know shouting and all that. Yeah, I'm talking about that that excitement and all that type of stuff. It- I think that's what they didn't show. And see that 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 goes back to the love God with all your your mind. That <laughs> you know that it was because I know like you know I'm married and I'm not gonna lie to you when I'm when I had a hard day at work when you know I'm feeling a little down I look forward to coming home and seeing my wife even if she had a hard day just just to hear her talk about her hard day to be in her presence to you know I get to joke around with her. I look forward to my time with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, and so I don't think for the for the majority, I'm not saying individually, for the majority of our generation, it wasn't really presented in a way of enjoyment. It was presented yeah. like you better do this or else. So how can how can I gravitate to something that I can't touch, I can't see that to simply believe. And then if I don't do it, it's like punishment. Like, how dare you not do that? Of course I'm gonna fall back from it. Of mm-hmm. course I'm not gonna look toward I'm not gonna look towards towards God. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, why would I? You know, yeah. if that that's the way. That's my perception of it. You know, um, and you're 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 forcing me into this, but never reinforcing, never never giving me um, or presenting it to me in the way like, no, this the guy loves you, he cares about you. You know, you know, you know how many times I've ministered to somebody who just who who just didn't couldn't fathom why would this big God care about little old me? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about somebody that's young. I'm talking about somebody that's in our age, that's in their 20s, that's in college. God is too big, has two other bigger things to worry about than literal me when that's when things are the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, and I do have this other question for you, because I got questions now. We're gonna we gonna have this good conversation. <laughs> How now, now statistically, our generation is the most fatherless generation. Do you believe that we've translated that into our relationship with God? I'm gonna sit back on that one. Mm. Let that marinate. <laughs> Let that marinate. I think so. Um, Come with the fire now. I, I mean, because I had a, you know, a father in my life. Mm -hmm. So because I had that experience, I understand what it's like to have a father. Mm -hmm. So it was, I guess it was easier for me to, um, when I started getting into that relationship with God, it was more easy for me because I had a father. I understood what a father was supposed to do. I remember when I was, I was probably like 12, 13. And I started watching uh, porn, mm. and I was I was silly. I was silly. Probably Sundays. I ain't gonna judge you. Probably Sundays. <laughs> I was I was silly. I, I was sitting in the living room. My mom was sitting on the couch. I'm sitting in the opposite couch, and I'm looking at it, right. Like silly. I'm just sitting there looking at my mom, looking at me. So me and her catch eyes. She said, "What you looking at?" <laughs> she said, "What you looking at?" I said, "Nothing." <laughs> And you know, back then the stuff was just popping up. Once you click the X button, oh, everything goes. So you couldn't do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so she so she came around and saw what I was looking at, told me to, you know, get off of it. Went to the room. She went outside. My dad was speaking to the neighbor. And uh, you know, she told him what was going on. He came back in. Now I thought, I thought that belt was coming out. Mm -hmm. now, I, I thought the 36 inch. Not, not 36 inch. <laughs> the 36 thick belt. I thought that was coming out. But he put but he pulled me and my brother into the room and he had a conversation with us and he talked to us about, you know, sex. He talked to us about um, you know, what happens when you start looking at all this stuff. And he, mm -hmm. you know, he talked to us. He he didn't, you know, chastise us or anything at that moment, but he, you know, he talked to us as father and son. So right then I knew what the father love was supposed to be. Mm. Now, when there's somebody that doesn't have, you know, that father in their life, I can understand how hard it could be to, you know, start building that relationship with God and going to him. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I can understand, you know, both sides of it, that, you know, if you have a father and he was a, you know, a good father, you can understand your, it's a lot easier to, you know, had that conversation with God, build that relationship with them. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, even if you had a father, but he wasn't a good father, you didn't have a father, I can understand why it can be harder to, you know, build that relationship with them. 
To be honest with you, you know, growing up, um, I grew up in a single parent home. It was just my mom, my brother, and my two sisters. And um, for me, it it was very difficult. Like I don't know if anybody else might have dealt with dealt with this. It was hard for me to make that connection between a father, like naturally, and a father spiritually. You know what I mean? It was it was it was hard to make that connection. Um, it, it, it was it was hard because um, I, I I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I just, it just just for me, I just, I just didn't get it. I never understood of um, having a father in place that loves me so much that not only chastises me but also grows me, also nurtures me, cultivates me to be a, a a good man. Like I didn't I didn't really understand that. It actually took me years to get to the point where I actually had an understanding. And by the grace of God, God sent, I, I believe God sent me a lot of male influences that took their time to to deal with me. Now, I would say, I, I'm, I think I was a pretty easy person to deal with. There are mm. some, there are some uh, younger brothers that I know I've kind of, you know, dealt with where they just, they just so, so used to being destructive and taking that energy and that and they're angry, you know, because they, they didn't have a father growing up and they have all this energy and they have all this negativity that it's kind of hard for a grown man to sit them down and really try to bring or, or help them become more of a man, you know. But for me, um, it, it took that. It took it took somebody pouring into me on a consistent basis that cared about me, um, that wanted to see me do well in life, um, that, that just consistently fed me the word, helped me understand, helped me bridge that mental gap that, hey, just, just like I'm here for you as a um, a father figure or a male figure, God is God is there for you too. And they helped me bridge that gap. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When it came down to building that building that relationship with God. And and unfortunately that's not the case for a lot of our generation. You no. know, a lot of a lot of uh, especially you know you know um males it's hard for them to make that connection. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's why, you know, statistically, you know, there's more females in church than there's males. It's hard for us to, to buy into stuff like that. It's hard when you don't have that authority figure that you've had. You know what I mean? You might be scared of your mom like me. I was scared of my mama now. Okay. <laughs> my mama was a ninja with the belt. <laughs> Listen, my mom was a ninja with a shoe. <laughs> so, I mean, my mom, my, my mom really like, she, she was disciplinarian. You know what I mean? She didn't play. But it's still different of when you when you have that male figure, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's just different. So to so when the Bible says that you know you go to your father for these things, he's a good father, give good gifts, and make all these father re references. It's kind of hard to make that connection, you know. I, and I know for some people, um, having a, a a present absent father is the same thing as not having a father at all. Yeah. So, so yeah. You, you start to make those <clears throat> mental connections to um that relationship with God. And I feel like it's a barrier. It's not a it's not an excuse by no means, but it is a barrier when it comes to building that relationship with God. So do you think people that is um as fatherless, they sh you know, when they're trying to build a relationship with God, maybe pray for I guess father figures to come into their life, especially men? I mean I, I would hope so. I, I will I will hope so that um that they, especially older men who 
um, who really can pour into you. None of that negative stuff. You know, a lot of a lot of um, there's, there's a lot of males out there, but there's a real godly of male that can come in and to really um, help you. Like I said, I've I've gotten a chance to either um, minister or come across or be ministered to um, older men, men my age, younger dudes, and and it really makes an impact for them to be able to deal with that. And I'm pretty sure. You know, it's the same thing with women. If they really didn't have a good relationship with their father whatsoever, or their father wasn't in, in their life, to have a um, a male that they can come to, talk to, that's not gonna come at them on those sexual vibes, but yeah, can really yeah. just really just care about seeing this young lady become all she wants, um, all she can be, and in, in Christ, um, it, it means something to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To have that, to have that there. Um, like I said, this is my opinion. This is from what I've seen, the eye test, the my personal experience, and and it has never failed. I I see, you know, you know, women have spiritual fathers. You know what I mean? And and he be there for them. They tend they they tend to have that relationship and that growth that I believe is essential when you build your relationship with God. That sounds good, man. I got a question. So, how is your relationship now? I'm going to go first. I'm going to tell you. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. <clears throat> right now, it's good, mm -hmm. but you know how it can be better? Mm -hmm. Like, because, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on. So mm -hmm. I think it's trying to find that spot where, you know, you're giving time to God, you're giving time to your wife, you're giving time to your kids, giving time to the business, mm -hmm. you still got work, you still got stuff to do at a church. So <laughs> right now, mine's is like, <laughs> I'm trying to juggle right now. Mm -hmm. You know, making that time to, um, time for God is, is where I'm like really trying to find that spot, you know, because I'm, on some days, off the other day, on some days, off the other day. So I'm trying to find that balance, mm -hmm. you know, with my relationship with God. So I'm good, but I know it can be better. Um, I think I think for me it's a um it's a perception thing, right? Mm -hmm. The I know I put it like this. There I think there is never there is never no uh arrival time or arrival date with God. I don't think you would ever arrive when it comes to the relationship with God. I think there's definitely work. It's definitely something that you continuously to build. Um, uh, our uh, older man, he's I think probably like 75, 80. He he gave me that wisdom. It was like even even now, God is still teaching me things. Our relationship mm -hmm. is still building. So so for anybody that might be watching or anybody that might be listening. Just understand that your relationship with God is a long-term thing. It's a long-term investment. That's not something that you just arrive at, you know. Um, and and with any relationship, I just believe there they, they can be some ups and downs. You know, you don't have some falling out with your homegirl, with your homeboy. Yeah, y'all don't <laughs> fell out. <laughs> you don't fell out. You know, you you might have some moments where yeah, I ain't really I ain't really feeling him right now. You know what I mean? So I think with, with my my relationship. With God is um, it it's it's where it's where I think I I 
can be at at my level of maturity, which kind of scares me and it excites me all at the same time. And the reason why I say that is because to to go back to what I was saying before, it's a long-term investment. And I believe God is always trying to level you up. It's always he's always trying to, you know, the Bible says you can move from faith to faith. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. there's always new levels <laughs> with, with, with God. He's always exposing you, you know, he's always growing you. So it's like I feel like I've reached a point um spiritually where it's like I know some things about to go down that's gonna go that's gonna grow my faith. So it kind of scares me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um I know my faith is gonna be tested some more. I know there's new levels that's gonna be reached. Um, but at the same time I'm excited because um um God has his ways of doing things. Uh look at look at the coronavirus, you know, it, you know. <laughs> Hey, listen, I blame the intercessors, okay? I, listen, I know I'm, I'm going to get off the topic for a quick second. I blame the intercessors, okay? They've been praying for the, the, the church to change. They've been praying for, for people to come <laughs> to know God. You know what I'm saying? And God said, okay, cool. Coronavirus. Because, <laughs> you know, look, people, you know, you know, you know, as soon as the coronavirus hit, you know, the number one Google word was for like a month straight was prayer. <laughs> mm. People say, hey, people like, hey, how you pray? Because uh, <laughs> this thing, this thing is killing people. Well, but, they need, I mean, they need to go back into Google and say, Lord, you need to get rid of this coronavirus. <laughs> I know, <laughs> hey, these intercessors, they, they listen. Be, be more specific. Say, Lord, you know, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. If you gonna stand in the head, just be more specific. Um, but, but yeah, I, um, my relationship, my relationship, like I said, I, I just feel like it's, 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 it's of course, it's not at its max. But it's um I definitely feel like I'm breaking new ground in my relationship. Um, scriptures that I've read before, I'm looking at them differently. And I think I think definitely the way scriptures kind of um be exposed to you is uh, based on your maturity, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But but let, let me let me let, I can't let you have all the questions. Okay. So 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 so, so because this this is all about our relationship and, um, and having relationships, how does your relationship with God spill over to your relationship with yourself? Mm, how do you oh, yeah, ponder now? Yeah, let me ponder about it now. Ponder about it now. Give me a sec. <laughs> if you can, can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> Basically, basically, uh, how does how does your how does your relationship with God spill over to your relationship with yourself? I I think the more you start building that relationship with God, the more that you start. I, I think you you love yourself a little bit more when mm-hmm. you start loving God. Like, I, I feel like, you know, there are some people that they just have it. They, mm-hmm. you know, they love themselves. They, they, they all about themselves. They love themselves. But I think that the issue with that is a lot of time that they put themselves before God. Mm-hmm. But it should be, you know, reverse. You should have love for God, you know, than yourself. Definitely so, order. Yeah. So I think when you start loving God and it starts spilling over, there's something about, yourself that you just start finding out there are things that you you know find out about yourself that you never found out before there 
there's mm. areas you know in your life that start to develop mm-hmm. that start to uh heal mm-hmm. that start to um grow certain things may die because you start developing that relationship with God and things start spilling over and he start revealing things to you. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just a lot of stuff that happens when you, you know, start building that relationship with God because he starts showing you, showing yourself you. Man, listen, hey, Keith, that was a bar. Where, where is the B3 organ when you see <laughs> I, I need to be, I need to hit it when you say bar. Hey. That is a bar. I I completely agree with you. Like, like God really like is the ultimate mirror. Mm-hmm. He he really is the ultimate mirror. And so so the more time that you spend with with God, the more time and uh, and the way you know. Just in case anybody was wondering, okay, hey, how do I spend time with God? The more time you spend reading the Word, the more time you spend time meditating. Even if it's <clears> quiet, <throat> even if you just have some soft music in the background and you just talking to God, just, just words, just like, God, what, what do I do today? What, I, you know, God, how do I move like this? You know what I'm saying? How do, how do, mm-hmm. what do I go in my business? Spend time in your words, spend time meditating, spend time praying. You know, uh, when you start to do that, when you start to do that, I believe that it starts to reveal stuff to you. And you're not, now for most people, and I know for me, as I as I started to mature, I just thought things were just a coincidence. I it just, it just so happened that you know I realized this. Ah, it just so happened that this person that I've been asking God, you know, um, how do I grow? And people started falling off my life. I it just it is coincidence, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but I, but as I as I started to grow and mature, I realized, oh, okay, God is really you know what I mean showing me. Things. Let me let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you. So I was getting married. I got married to my wife in 2018. So the whole year, so the whole year, I'm a relatively young married guy. <laughs> so, so the whole year, I was reaching out. You know, we, you know, we spent a year planning and all that good stuff. So the whole year, we were um, talking. Uh, was was talking, was planning, was doing all this stuff with our wedding, and was getting our guest list together. Now, if you ever been married, let me tell you something. That guest list is something else. Something you know serious, I mean? buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that guest is something else. So, so you know, I had I had um started reaching out to people, asking them, hey, look, you know, you know, this is the wedding day. You know, is it something that you can you can think about coming to? I haven't, you know, I was kind of sending, and I was like, hey, can I get your address so I can send. Not the invite. What's, what do you call it before the invite? Um, the save um, the date. Save, yeah. Yeah. So I was asking for, for addresses to see, send to save the dates and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, and and so I I reached out to one of um to my to my brother. Now you would think that's something crazy, but me and my brother really didn't have a good relationship. This is my older brother. I really didn't have I didn't have a relationship with him whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? And I reached out to my brother and and we had a heart to heart conversation. And and when I reached out to him, first of all, I was nervous because I'm like, I don't know how my brother is gonna, you know, he probably not gonna come. But my mom was so much like, hey, you gotta make sure you invite your brother, make sure you invite your brother. So I was like, okay, well, just to just to make sure my mom's happy, let me go reach out to my brother. Like I said, me and my brother have not been talking for years, for years. And so he asked me, 
he was like, True, I'm happy to see that you're getting married. But let me ask you this question. Why would I come to your to your wedding when you don't even fool with me? Right? And I was like, I explained to her, I said, Well, you know, mom's asked me to ask you, so I'm asking you. You know what I'm saying? He said, so he said, he said, he said, Troll, so what's your issue? Right? <laughs> like, like, why don't you, why don't what what did I do to you? He had my brother asked me, what did I do to you that you that, we, that you don't really talk to me? And and I, I sat on the phone thinking to myself, and I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. I couldn't, I, I had no idea. It, it didn't even cross my mind. I can't even say, oh, you did this and that, that, and bum, bum, and it was none of that. It was just nothing. I was like, wow, I really don't know why, you know, I have, a, I had an issue. But, you know, but when I was younger, whatever the, whatever the situation was, it really bothered me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But through my relationship with, with God, he matured me, he grew me, and to the point where whatever was facing me before didn't face me anymore. And so I apologize to my brother. I'm sorry for all these years I didn't, we didn't talk. I don't even know why we, why we met. I don't even know why, what's the, what's the issue? You know what I'm saying? It grew me. My relationship with God grew me. And it, and it, and it, and it, and it, like I said, it became such a, a, a mirror. It became such a, you know, why are you doing this? I, I started finding myself in conversation. As I was reaching out to people for my wedding, I started, people started asking me questions. I started being realizing like, well, you know, they started telling me like, Tro, this is what type of person you are. Boom, boom, boom. This, I, I really want to hang out with you for this reason, whatever the situation may be. And, and, and it was just so, um, eye opening. You know, what I mean, it wasn't really a a, a small, um, still voice. It was me being led by the Holy Spirit to have these conversations with people that started to show all these things, and I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, I like one thing when you were saying, you know, the um, the ways that we can um, build our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I think one other way is um, community. Oh, think, you got to break that down. You got to break that down. <laughs> I think I think a lot of times we forget about the people that surrounds us. Like your mom, I, I don't know. Your mom a church woman, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you, you never know what God made us uh, spoke to her and told her about, you know, you need to go talk to your brother. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's somebody, you know, there's a community, there's people around you that'll help you with your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Like when you're around certain people, like there's like, if you're around, we're both married. If we're around another marriage that's like 40 and 50 years and they're still in love and all this type of stuff, you like, man, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that, that's what I want. Like, so the same way, you like, you know, when you're in church or you, you know, with your young adult group and all that type of stuff, and you see somebody going after God, you see somebody praying, you see somebody, you know, life is just blossoming. You're like, man, how can I get that? Mm. Like, I feel like we need to be connected with the right people um, that help us build our relationship. So also, you know, with the you know, praying, reading your word and all that type of stuff. Just make sure that you have the right people around you. How do you, but how do you, how do you do that in this 
coronavirus environment. <laughs> you, you know, I, I can listen because for me, and I can say, and I, I, I want to really want to hear your opinion because you dropping bars tonight. You drop, first episode <laughs> and you dropping bars, so I want I want to hear. But for me, like being around people, I like I, like I like to have conversations where I can see your face, I can see your body language. So I can say, are you really like saying what you're saying? Or are you not really saying what you're saying? If you, you kind of catch, catch my drift, yeah, I got you. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I like to make eye contact. I feel like those things kind kind of build a uh, a different type of dynamic in your relationship. You know what I mean? Kind of, it, it it it's different. It it, it creates a, a stronger bond versus you know, um, like I've never been a, like a long distance. Relationship guy, even when I was single, <laughs> like if it's, if it's gonna be long distance, you got it. I'm I'm straight. We you go live your life. You I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live mine. You know, we can just be good friends. Hit me up on the ground. You know, <laughs> you know. But but being being like face to face and being around people, I feel like it's easier to build a bond. So how do you do that? How do you create community in this uh, Corona pandemic life? Uh, world we live in right now. I'm, I mean, what we doing right now? <laughs> we on uh, StreamYard, FaceTime, just having a conversation. I think we just got to use what we have until stuff open up. Clubhouse, mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, they have Christian um, houses, whatever, clubhouses. Rooms. You know, you, yeah, rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I ain't been on Clubhouse in a minute, though. Yeah, me either. Yeah, um, I, but they had good stuff on there. But, yeah, using those tools that we have, you know, we use the tools for everything else. We use yeah. social media for building our business. We use social media for sliding in the DMs. We use uh -huh. social media. They went but, in the DMs, uh, I don't, don't sleep on the DMs. Okay. Yeah, don't. It depends on what DMs you're talking about. That that is true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, it's just uh, <clears throat> we use this for everything else. Why not use it to you know connect with people that we, you know, think that can help us with our growth with God. Mm. Yeah. So so okay. So are there are there any? Um, let me make sure I phrase this right because I don't want to phrase it crazy. Cut. Okay, so here's my thing. When you when you when you talk about community, that that means other people. <laughs> and so, how do you how do you decipher whether or not this is a person that you should be a part of your community? You know, because you know, I know this should be a level of discernment, but not everybody might not be on that level. So, what mm -hmm. what traits? What what should a person be looking for? Um, when it comes down to creating that community or being a part of a community, maybe it's a community that's already established and you're coming into it. You know, what, what should they look for? Like what, what, um, aspects of it that do you think should a person oh, be looking at? Um, I think one, I think we said a scripture last time was, um, follow after those through faith <laughs> and patience that has gotten the reward. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think you need to make sure that the community that you're connecting to are showing the fruits that uh, are being that should be produced. So um, you Wait, should. Wait, the B three org when I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so you should. So you should see people 
growing in God, you should see people lives growing, not even just, you know, growing in God, but you should see step by step. It may not be big steps that they go from making 20,000 to 100,000, but you see steps little by little. You see these guys moving and moving and moving and moving. Like those are things that you should be, you know, looking for. You should see them in their word and, you know, they getting all these revelations. You should see um just fruit period just, just you fruits. know different type of fruits being you know uh that, that are growing throughout their lives so that's and when i say that that's sometimes you take a step back and just watch them mm -hmm. like maybe you maybe you don't just uh jump in the community and try to just get in there and dive in then you get hurt you're like dang i shouldn't have did it Maybe you take a step back and just watch them and see how their lives progress. Mm -hmm. Maybe you take, you know, you have a conversation with them and see, you know, where they at spiritually because, you know, you don't want to get under nobody or join a community that hurt your relationship with God and drive you places that you shouldn't even go. Mm -hmm. Man. So, yeah. yeah, so I think that um, discernment is, a you know, a big key. But uh, yeah, just making sure that you step back and watch and see the fruit grow. If you don't see no fruit grow, run. <laughs> and, and listen, for those who might be watching or listening, when you know, there's a lot of church needs that we be dropping. Okay, and we we, we got we got to help them out. Help, oh my bad. For the same people. Go go ahead and you you. <laughs> I dropped the ball. You pick it up. That's okay, what we okay, did. Okay, okay. Listen for the for, for for those for those who. Uh, who probably maybe you know maybe you know you save or maybe might be new or you just interested. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give a little break right quick in the conversation to give you a little definition in church needs what these words <laughs> mean. <laughs> okay, when they say fruit, you're talking about results. Okay, <laughs> like the fruit of the spirit. Yeah, well, what, what, uh, one fruit of spirit is 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 patience. So a person should they should you should see them having patience. That's a fruit. Okay. Is results. So when he says uh, that they, they should have fruit, you should start seeing. If somebody's saying, "Hey, listen, I'm really good at loving people," if you don't see them loving nobody, <laughs> they don't got no fruit. There are no results. There, there are no results there. You don't have it. <laughs> you don't. So just 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 in case you need something uh, to help you decipher some church needs just holler at your boy okay i'm gonna come out with a church needs dictionary to help people out <laughs> listen when you've been in church for forever them church needs words just come out and you forget. yeah yeah listen i've been i've been trying to talk to people they'd be like what is, what do you mean by fruit <laughs> go mean? get an orange you talking about orange yeah is he hungry <laughs> must be on a diet. All he talk about is fruit. <laughs> but but to continue the conversation. Can continue the conversation. Um how let me ask you this question. How does your relationship with God um develops you? How does how does how does it develop you? How has your relationship developed developed you with God developed you? In what ways has it done for you? I know that's kind of a big loaded question. Very um, good. I would say 
it definitely developed my boldness. Okay. Um, it definitely developed my patience. It definitely took things away or taking things away that shouldn't um, be there. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm a big advocate of that there are certain things that just never go away even when you continue building your relationship with god there are certain things that's just <clears throat> it's just gonna stick with you like paul said he had a thorn in his flesh mm-hmm. and god would never take it away there are certain things that is just going to be there so you're just going to have to deal with it but god give you grace you know through his relation through your relationship with him um to get through it to work it until you whenever he feel like taking away or maybe it's just there for the rest of your life so i i think um yeah he's definitely boldness because i would have never did this mm. you asked me about three or four years ago nah i wouldn't have did it you know, I'm, straight. I'm straight i'm straight i'm good <laughs> not for me fam <laughs> not for me fam not for me <laughs> uh but yeah i i think definitely boldness is is definitely the big area where uh, he has developed me at. Mm. Yeah. I think I think for me <clears throat> it uh it taught me how my relationship kind of taught me how to um my perception of things. That I think I, I think that was the biggest that's the biggest thing that my relationship with God um, help because m- many people don't realize it because I guess because the way I am now and not many people have seen me like really upset or sad or anything like that for the most part is because I, w- I was really good at putting up a front you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I did de- I dealt with uh, I had like a point in time where I was like like in depression like I was thinking about um um seeking help you know um it was it was it's it's a it's a bad feeling you know, what I mean, it wasn't a moment of the of the of like a depressed moment. It was like a long period of time where you know I I almost became uh, more introverted because of that. You know, like I go to work, come home, and it was a struggle to get out of the bed sometimes. You know what I mean? It it really it really was. It's it was a feeling of like being in a dark hole, and I could never climb out of it. And my and 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 my relationship with the, when I started my journey and my relationship with God, um, that feeling start I started to come out of that. You know, I used to have this really like empty feeling, like I never I could never feel it. I never I, I always was searching for something. I used to think like, oh, you know what? If I get more money, that feeling would go away. Or if I had more girls, that feeling would go away. If I hung out more and be in the clubs more, you know, maybe maybe it's because I'm always in the house. Like I try to fill that hole, that that emptiness with with other stuff outside of God. But when I started to seek after God, when I started to pursue God, when I started to um, try to build that relationship with Jesus Christ, and I understood what was going on, that feeling of emptiness went away that was it wasn't immediate and i and i think a lot of people like you know they they start reading they start going to church and you don't get no immediate results and you go man this ain't working it was it was a continuous thing you know but that that feeling 
when we like one day I woke up and I was like, I don't have that same empty feeling anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I was in a pit anymore. I felt I felt like I was above it. And so and so my my perception of life started to change. And because my perception of life changed, it affected the way I moved. It affected the way I I um I talked. Um, I affected to affected the way um I even people started perceiving me. You know, I had a friend of mine. He was like, he said, "Man, Troy, it seemed like you got a glow on you." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so, and it all stemmed from my relationship with God, how it affected me and my relationship with myself mm. and, and my per- perception changed, even how I started dealing with other people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. I started to understand how to love people w- where they are to a point that where I can have patience with other people because of that. I can, I can, I can, I can help people because of that. I could, you know, not judge people because of that. You know what I'm saying? I have more empathy and sympathy because of that. You know what I mean? So it that all stemmed from my relationship with God that changed my perception. And now, you know, I'm dealing with people differently. And, yes. and to to segue that, <laughs> to segue <laughs> that to the next question, I want to ask you, Keith, and you can, you know, I'm sorry if I cut you off. I didn't cut you off. <laughs> uh, but um, to, to, to segue to that um, conversation, now we we we've kind of touched a little bit about a relationship with God. We've touched how that relationship affects you, your relationship with yourself. Now, how do you think your relationship with God and yourself helps you to deal with or love others? Man, I, I think I think you just tackle it. You think so? <laughs> I think you just, I think you just said it. Like I, I really do. Like I think um, when you have that relationship with God and He he shows you that he has patience with you mm-hmm. and you can show patience to others. So like you saying, it's a, I know you always say, you know, it's a trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. You know, once, you know, God is showing you love, you can show others love. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, cause you know, I said before that we, we are living in this, uh, I wrote down that we are living in this petty, uh, culture. <laughs> yes, we are living in this petty culture to where if somebody do something to us, whatever energy they give, that's the energy I'm gonna give. Mm-hmm. But if you're living Christ-like, it's love others as yourself. Mm-hmm. So you should be loving others like you want to be loved. So if they've mm-hmm. been petty to you, you shouldn't be petty to them because Christ loved you while you were doing your foolishness. So love them as they're doing theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think like you like you said it, I ain't need to add this plane it, but you said it. Uh the trickle down effect. God's gonna love you. You should love others the same way. Man. And it I, take I, time. I, I didn't think I didn't think I got that deep. It I, it just started coming out. It just <laughs> rivers rivers of water. <laughs> you know, um but 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 yeah, just definitely definitely your relationship with God definitely helps you. Um, and I, and I and I believe that's why um, the scripture says, "Seek ye first the kingdom, right, mm-hmm. and everything else will be added." That 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 relationship with, with God really does affect every 
piece of your life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you get to that point of, of trusting, of faithing things out, believing things out, um, moving in a, in, a, in a way where I don't know what my next step is, but I believe God is going to be there because you, because you, you've seen it. You, you've, you've read the Bible. You've seen, you've seen how he works. You see how he tests, he, he, he brings people to, through tests, he, he, consistent examples of different people of, you know, telling them, Hey, you should go here. And when you get there, I'm going to provide for you. And, you know, telling, telling Abraham, leave, leave your country, leave where you at. And I'm going I'm, I'm to show you as you go. You know, I'm gonna show you, and then you just you just you just rock that way. Like I believe, once you start rocking with God like that, once you start rocking with God, and you go through some stuff, because you everybody's gonna go through stuff. It's unavoidable. Yeah. It's unavoidable. I, I just really I, I I hope somebody hears this and really understand. It's unavoidable. But what 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 changes things for you is your relationship with God. Because it changes your um your perception of those bad things that happen to you. You almost can find the silver lining in everything. You know, you 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 almost you know win even when you don't when you, you don't think you're winning. You're winning anyways. You know, your your that love that God has spills over into you, and then that love that He spilled over to you, you start to spill over to others. It's almost like you become a conduit for his love. You become like the middleman or woman. You know, I don't believe about old woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Keith, look, I, I don't think I don't think we should. Uh, I think we've we've hit a lot of uh, this topic today. Of course, I don't think we'll ever hit it all the way, <laughs> but we are coming down to the close of of the podcast of our first episode. So, so go ahead and give. Um, some closing words to anybody that might be watching this. So anybody might be watching this in the future or listening to it on the different platforms. Give give some closing words. I would say when you was ending and this was is talking about it again, it's uh <clears throat> trusting God. I, I like mm-hmm. the ending where you were saying it's a it's a process, step-by-step mm-hmm. process. So when you're building this relationship with God, remember this is an everyday, ongoing journey with mm-hmm. him. Don't think that, like you said, um, you have it, you read your Bible, and you got it. Mm-hmm. No, this, that's not how it's going to work. Even in a marriage, mm-hmm. I, I'm learning things about my wife every day every day she's changing every day she's growing so every day i have to change every day i have to grow so this mm-hmm. is a everyday step process and like i said before make sure that you have people around you i think that is so key now because of um people are falling away mm-hmm. and you need that community those people that's going to hold you up when you fall that's going to you know carry you through when you don't feel like you can make it Make sure that you have that community with you. Mm. That's all I have. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got. Do we need to bring in some soft key music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe but, stuff will come back if you. This maybe, but I do. I do want to. I do want to end it on this note. I just want to encourage anybody again that's maybe watching this, that might be listening to it 
on on the different platforms um i i do want to to let you know that starting your relationship with with god can start at any any time you don't need anything special you don't need any um uh any any permission you just find you some time even if it's just i'm i'm gonna challenge you i'm gonna challenge anybody that, that might be listening to this i'm gonna challenge you to just start off with 15 minutes if you've never if you've never had anything if you never you know thought about reading the bible just give it 15 minutes just say you know what 15 minutes a day i'm gonna practice bible open 15 minutes a day i'm gonna pray just 15 minutes just that's it i mean that should be that's that is really easy just 15 minutes because this is my belief my belief is that once you start to get exposed to the word once god starts to expose himself to you that that um your relationship with him would, would be like a snowball you know you get a little snowball you you know you paddle like this get nice <laughs> and you roll down the hill and as you roll it down the hill, it starts to accumulate more snow. And something that started off small like this ends up becoming this giant ball of snow. I believe that if you start today or you you, you start um, as soon as possible with your building your relationship with God, that things will start to um, accumulate and your relationship would grow. It might start off at 15 minutes. But it'll start to grow to where you look forward to praying, that you look forward to your quiet time with the Lord, a little soft music in the background, <laughs> you know, seeking the Lord. You look forward to reading your Bible. You look forward to going to church and hearing the, the, the um the preach word. You're gonna start looking forward to it. That's my that's my belief, and that is my my prayer um tonight that that you start to seek God and that your relationship starts to spill over into where you see yourself and how you treat others. Because once you have that godly love in you, trust me, your life will never, ever, ever be the same. Well, listen. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> no, no, this, this, no, no, this is God, this urban, this urban podcast. We need that. We need to have the, the, the keyboard, the keyboard, man, the beat three. No? Okay. <laughs> but listen, hey, this has been the Pursuit Podcast coming coming live to you uh, or pre-recorded. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure starting this podcast with my good buddy, my good friend, Keith, a.k.a. Mr. Bass Man. <laughs> it is, my name is Contro, and you can reach out to us um, in any of our social media, make sure you look forward, you, 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 you subscribe, you download this podcast, listen to it, watch this video again, however you came across this thing. And I hope that we help you in your pursuit of Christ. Till next time, to next episode, this is the Pursuit Podcast. I want you to know that I love you, God loves you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Peace out.